0: This is Gary Butterfield. This is Cole Ross. And this is a very weird uh, episode of Watch Out for Fireballs uh, <laughs> that requires some explanation. Yes, it does. At the top.
1: Yes. Um, so people will uh, understand if they know kind of what's been happening over the, pa- the past couple months that we did a live show about uh, Punch Out for the NES.
0: Yes. Uh, we did this at the Austin Classic Games Fest um, in beautiful, uh, sweltering Austin, Texas. <laughs> the surface and- of the sun the surface of the sun it was a fun show and we captured audio from it um but as we referenced a couple of times uh the austin classic game fest made the bewildering decision to put their live music in the same room as their panels um and what that meant was the entire show there is a very loud rock band yep uh, playing yeah
1: so if you want to mimic this well you can go listen to the free episode on patreon um, or you can just put very loud very compressed symbols uh, yeah. on in the background
0: yeah as just, we just throw on some some noise core yeah. in the background and, and, and listen to us so what we did we, we you know actually during the show everyone could hear us fine and we could hear ourselves and it was fine the recording turned out messier than we're comfortable with yeah um, even after like cole put in a heroic effort trying to do noise reduction and kind of try to massage it, but it's still hard to make out what we're saying at points. I feel like, mm. um, so what that episode, uh, is around. There are jokes in it. It's good and fun, except for the noise part. Um, that is, uh, going to be a free episode that is available for patrons. Yeah. You want to listen to that version? That's cool. <laughs> um, I don't think it's without value. It's just, uh, really really soupy yeah it's uh it's it's
1: it's hard to listen to um in a, i, in I a, think so yeah in a way and and boy oh boy i listened to the entire thing like three times tweaking yeah. everything <laughs> um yeah so when we say free just at any patreon tier if you want to go in there and uh uh snag grab that it'll just be on the uh the bespoke feed that you get as a member
0: yep um so that's around yep. however uh punch out for the nes is in my top five nes games like I, I love this game. Mm-hmm. I hated the idea that like it's not like we revisit games for the show. Mm-hmm. The idea of the the watch out for fireballs on Punch Out being semi like a semi salvageable mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we re recorded it. Yeah. Um, we took the the notes and stuff. And the nice thing is is that one of the uh, <laughs> the things about pod life is that after you record something, you immediately forget it.
1: <laughs> <Yep>. um, <laughs> I So if I didn't listen to that episode
0: while I was editing it, I would have no idea what we said. Yeah, and it in fact, is. Uh, I even kind of forgot about it already. It's amazing. It's amazing <laughs> once you when you have to kind of so much of your life goes from you know uh, doing this and gets on tape. Like you just mm-hmm. stop remembering things. It's like a dictaphone. Yep, it's, uh, it's
1: one you, whole life recorded in disappearing
0: ink, as the mountain goats exactly. say. Exactly, <laughs> you're writing our. We're writing our names in water over and over <laughs> and over. And over. Um, the uh, so we 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 recorded it. And uh, it's not going to be exactly the same, but it's going to be similar. Um, This is the version that's going out on the main feed, Mm -hmm. uh, which has our controls and has good audio um, (laughs) and is actually about Punch-Out. It's not going to be like a regular episode of the show because it's, you know, we Punch-Out, we did that game for the live episode because we could talk about it in 45 minutes. Mm -hmm. Um, The main episode is about 45 minutes, so this will be a short episode of Watch Out for Fireballs. Yeah. Um, But we didn't want to stick you with like ear bleeding, hard to make out. You know kind of kind of badness yeah so um we hope that
1: this is uh this th- this is suitable penance you know we want to give you the best thing that we can um mm-hmm. if we can control it and this is this just happens to be the only way that we can control the situation but it's not lost it's just there and compromised
0: yeah and if so if you're if you're way into watch out fireballs if you want to hear that um you can listen to that on the patreon thing um i am uh th- very hungover during that recording
1: um <laughs> and we'll talk about that in the extrasode uh that comes yes. out next week which is not a regular episode uh, a regular episode. rather um it is actually kind of a recollection of the uh of the entire live show experience
0: yeah which you should listen to because it's really fun mm-hmm. um it's a it's a really fun episode and gives kind of context to this whole thing it's kind of weird <laughs> how much time and how much tape we're spending explaining uh this this weekend yeah you know, but it just kind of kind of worked out that way. It also, I want to point out that as much as I'm a little bit sore about that whole thing, uh, I'm not holding a grudge against that expo. Like, it was a bad idea, but they recognize it's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. And in fact, when, just, they, when
1: they were walking around handing out feedback cards, they said, don't worry, we're moving the bands next year. So, yeah, like, it, it is something they're cognizant of at the very least.
0: It, it was gobsmackingly ill-advised. We, uh, we,
1: we walked in and we just kind of, like, slowly looked at each other. Like, yeah. oh, for real,
0: huh? And And if you, again, if you, you know, want to listen to the actual, the episode on Patreon, like it's so weird to just be talking about a video game and then all of a sudden like, oh, they're playing (laughs) DuckTales. Yep. And then like our crowd just goes, woo, without us knowing. (laughs) yeah because of course they do because they put all of that stuff in the same room it, is, it was so weird um but this is uh since it is a short episode we decided to redo it again and it seemed like it's the best way to do it so um this is this is a short this is like a recreation of what the punch out episode would be without a live audience and without a live band uh playing in the background yeah so, so hope, hopefully you enjoy it and uh and sorry about this this momentary hiccup we uh that's the kind of I guess like I never would have thought to ask about that mm-hmm. when booking a live show but now I guess I will it's <laughs> yep. like oh will there be loud screeching guitars uh you know in the same room yeah uh, oh <laughs> what do you mean why am I asking well
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> well you see it's, it's like every every warning label is there because it happened before you know exactly some some kids swallowed a frisbee hole
0: you know exactly you do I do um at work for the escape room I do a list of uh safety briefing and it just reads like a list of Dumb mistakes people have made, you know, like it just populates a list like and uh, this will be one of those things. So it's, you know, live and learn in the future. If we go back to that con or future expos, we're going to be asking about, uh, you know, it doesn't even have to be like wonderful sound like it, it can be. Yeah. If, if that band wasn't playing just it being in that big echoey room would have been fine
1: yeah if it was just a bunch of murmuring from crowds walking by that's a little bit of a nice fun ambiance you know it's,
0: it's literally two different audio entertainments taking place at the same time <laughs> yeah. it's so fucking weird yeah um so yeah so that was unacceptable uh the end result of that so mm-hmm. uh hopefully you enjoy and uh we really appreciate you uh having the patience yeah just around with us
1: <laughs> so without further ado <music>
0: My name is Cole Ross, and this is Watch Out for Fireballs, a retro games podcast. Yes, and this week we are talking about Punch Out,
1: uh, which is a boxing game developed by Nintendo R and D three and published by Nintendo for the NES in 1987. And we are live from the Austin Classic Game Fest. <laughs>
0: Woo! Ducktales. Woo! <Woo-woo! laughs> <laughs> Hold on, Cole. Let me let me blast a boombox yep. into the uh into the microphone. I've got this my, is, uh, my
1: symbol over here.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a single symbol. Um this is this is my announcement gong. This is my, my butler summoning gong. Um this will this will be a little bit of a weird and uh punchy episode of the show because we have done this before and because uh we are simulating a live show <laughs> not live this guy gets it uh, yeah there we go yeah uh-huh. yeah exactly we'll, yeah we'll just we'll have questions at the end that we'll make up in funny voices and stuff is, um so yeah but punch out uh, we wanted to give it its due because uh, punch out is fabulous yeah um so this is uh, a heavily converted heavily changed uh home version of a popular 1984 arcade game um the same name uh, it wasn't Mike Tyson's punch out then. It was just punch out, yeah. um, which was developed primarily to get rid of surplus arcade game monitors from Donkey Kong. We're drowning uh, in these monitors. Everything must go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, had, we So they wanted to make a game that had two monitors. And if you've ever walked by a punch out arcade game, mm-hmm. um, it's a sight to behold. Yeah. It looks real goofy. Yeah. It's, it's, um, it
1: certainly does. Because the top screen or is it the top or the bottom that's mostly useless.
0: Uh, it is the top that is mostly useless. Yeah, they I want to say that just shows the two boxers kind of staring at each other.
1: <laughs> yep, longingly. Yeah, uh, um, yeah. Uh, notably, this uh, this uh, arcade game in 1984 was the debut project for Koji Kondo, who would go on to do all video game music ever. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Um, which is, you know, pretty pretty interesting. Um, the music for this uh, this version is not fantastic and the retronauts that came out on punch out which is just an unfortunate timing thing mm-hmm. uh in general um even though we're you know different focuses here um kind of pointed out i learned from that that it is uh him lifting um something from like a wide world of sports mm. melody, even so um you should listen to that retronauts as well because it takes a different tact Uh, than this and it's kind of interesting to know that his first uh, thing was kind of a (laughs) ripoff kind of a bummer Um, but we're mostly talking about the nas version which is going to uh, differentiate us and uh, this plays within the limitations of the system we have much simpler sprites and a more zoomed out view uh, but they still need to be able to have everything you know kind of easy to read and easy to tell so the uh it is a tiny tiny man (laughs) versus inhuman like monsters yep. ogres it's like ogre fighter 2000 <laughs> yep it the was game. the original ogre battle
1: ogre yes. battle zero was a-
0: yeah <laughs> let us uh let us ring a ding ding together <laughs> but, <Yeah. laughs> yep um but despite the fact
1: that it's scaled down um it feels super appropriate um just because mm-hmm. of the way that the game uh c-
0: kind of plays um so what is punch out gary yeah uh so punch out you play as this little boxer named little Mac uh, previously it was just Mac and previously it was very hard to look at uh, every, every version of this that isn't uh, the Wii version and Nintendo version makes him look like a, like, like it's a real stare into the abyss and the monsters stare back kind of thing. Cause at first you're like, Oh, bald bull is terrifying. And then you look at little Mac in the super Nintendo version and you're like, Oh, like who, you know, is this uh, like Matt Damon? It's like, you know, uh addict stooge cousin, like, <laughs> It's, he looks really bad. Um, but you play as him as he uh, he rises through the circuits, fighting these these monsters, mm-hmm. um, slaying these monsters, Infinity Blade style.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, your moveset is very simple in this, actually. Mm-hmm. You have uh, left and right punches, high and low, um, you know, those kind of little modifiers there. And you can dodge left, right, or down, and then you can block. Um, and that's pretty much everything you can do. Um, yeah. And the, uh, the, the the magic is in the way that those, those attacks kind of combine with your enemy's defenses, weaknesses, and patterns.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um, Some of the depth of this kind of comes from a timing element where uh, you can, if you punch an opponent in the right place at the right time, you collect a star, which allows you to do kind of your signature super uppercut. Um, And this is, uh, it's very similar to in... Later entries and Super Punch Out, where you do counter punches, Mm -hmm. um, which is kind of knowing the exact right time to punch your opponent uh, and win. It's very similar to that. So, and there'll usually be a visual tell, like your opponent will blink or something like that. Yeah, or a game everybody knows, Wade Hickson's counter punch. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it is. It's very similar. Or you know, I I mentioned it. One of the nice things about re-recording this uh, is that after we recorded the live. Version of this after I puked my guts out, I was like, "Man, we didn't bring up Infinity Blade. What's wrong with us?" But now I can bring up Infinity Blade.
1: Uh, but so, what is this Blade of Infinity that you're speaking of? Is this a TV tropes thing?
0: uh Infinity Blade is a series of iOS games that oh. are sword fighting games that take that are essentially Punch Out.
1: Mm, and uh, They're really good. Uh, I assume like this the, is developed by some small little independent studio who would get away with doing this. I
0: think it's Chair.
1: No, it's Epic. <laughs>
0: oh, it's epic? Yep. oh what is are you sure yeah oh, like the
1: chair had nothing to do with that um I, I don't know if chair had anything to do with it but i know epic was heavily
0: involved if not solely okay it is i think epic like did some production because mm. i do believe that chair is actually involved i don't know why i remembered that No, oh. but yeah chair is the uh the developer no you just wanted to dunk on me that's okay no i did <laughs> not want to dunk on you i just remember thinking it was really weird that it was it no. was chairs like, oh, the you. Shadow Thank Complex you. people <laughs> did infinity Right? Yeah. no that guy that, that guy's got my he's got my back okay the, the, the guys who made who are going to make spy jinx <laughs> made this. what the fuck is spy jinx it coming 2016 i don't know <laughs> something <laughs> something from uh you know infinity blades uh, or chairs other games uh, including <laughs> vote the game <laughs> and spy jinx um so thanks <laughs> thanks spy jinx um but anyway uh so yeah epic ended up putting this out uh as, a, as an ios game and those games are really fun yeah. Like those are those are good uh yeah. good looking games and and Punch-Out is fun. Yeah. Very sure. very very similar. It's med- medieval
1: themed. Um and you're doing kind of like these swipes and uh it's much more heavy on like blocking than this one is. Like I feel yes. like uh Punch-Out's really about dodging. Like blocks are kind of deployed against very specific attacks. Um, yes. and uh, uh Infinity Blade is more about like swiping in the correct direction
0: than anything. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um this uh this game you have a life meter, which uh obviously you do. And then you have a there's a stamina meter. There's a number of hearts you have. Yeah. And uh, essentially, these go down when you mess up. Um, they also go down when you block. So you cannot just block forever. Right. Um, you know, there's, there's a limit to that. Uh, and then if you mess up enough and you run out of stamina, you turn into like sweaty Mac. Yep. You turn purple. Uh, is, is, is... Which is my least favorite prison food. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh. It's all Pruno and sweaty Mac tonight. <laughs>
1: I'm just picturing uh it's like there's no cheese, it's just like salt water. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's it's just uh it's just pocari's wet. It's just uh coconut Ooh. water and <laughs> coconut water and sock leavings uh, <laughs> for my for my prison Wednesday. Yeah, for
1: prison Wednesday. Taco Tuesday, <laughs> prison Wednesday. Wednesday yep. Taco Thursday. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh um, man, that's a good week. <laughs> Oh, like hump man. Yeah, you you gotta live uh gotta live life to the fullest um yeah and yeah. then you turn purple much like much like i do when i get winded um oh, yeah. and uh you just kind of uh can't really react this is kind of death
0: um especially well, you, you in later dodge.
1: fights. oh yeah there you
0: yeah. go yeah. yeah you can't block but you have to dodge and that's how you get your stamina back is bought mm-hmm. you know either it's either a timer, it's blocking or dodging a certain number of packs i'm not totally sure yeah um there's a couple different ways you can win this uh you can get a uh knock your your opponent down for the count get a ko Mm-hmm. Uh, those are rare. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Uh, TKO, I think, is the most common thing that happens. Uh, you knock your opponent down three times in, in a round, um, or by decision, uh, which is getting enough points. Right. Um, and that's probably uh, the rarest thing that can happen. I think. Yeah, it's kind of a hidden system. There are a lot of hidden systems systems in this game, actually. But one of one of the things I really love about it is it does have that kind of. Uh, it's eminently playable today, while having a lot of that kind of NES style mystery.
1: Yeah. To what was the thing that uh, that somebody just figured out? Was it the uh, the single pixel
0: tell? It's um it's somebody in the background of Bald Bull's charge uh, mm. takes a picture, I think, and that is actually when to dodge. Okay. Um, there are other ways to kind of time that out. Mm-hmm. Um, otherwise, like nobody would have gotten past Bald Bull. But yeah. Um, that, is, uh, that was the thing that just came, recently came out. This game was in the news.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so those are the ways that you can win or lose. Um, uh, it treats failure in kind of a strange way, too. You know, losing around will actually send you back one opponent as though you were just kind of falling down a tournament bracket. Um, that's yes. not how tournament brackets work, but if you don't think about it uh, very hard, it is. Um, yes. <laughs> and then uh, three, three losses will actually result in the end of your career. Gary, I'm very excited that you do exactly what I do in Google Docs. Uh, and what I am trying to stop myself from doing, Oh, just which highlight, is, uh, yeah, um, just like, just like highlight
0: very idly like that. I'm keeping our place. <laughs> okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah. We usually don't do notes on a Google doc, so no, no. <laughs> it is, uh, yeah, this is, uh, since we wanted to share with anybody, cause this is a very special episode of, <sighs> We fucked up and didn't ask whether a band would be playing during our fucking set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, you mean? Oh, you mean? Uh, you know, the band can play there. Oh, but well, there's not going to be another band playing there at the same time, is there? Oh, wait, there is. Okay, oh. let's not do it. Okay. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> but I love the implications of this failure system. A, you know, it's just you you just have like three lives essentially. Um, mm-hmm. but um, also I guess you can't box anymore, so they take your hands.
0: Yeah. No. Yeah, you lose your hands. Yeah, it's really weird. It's very mob justice. <laughs> yep.
1: Yeah, they Prison give me the old cement gloves. Yeah, yeah, yep. <laughs> which strangely would make you more effective. Uh, they fucked up oh, real bad.
0: That's like a thing Aaron Ryan would do. <laughs> So uh, we're specifically doing the Mike Tyson version. Uh, mm-hmm. That's the version we had at our at our booth um, that we had uh, to play. Um, the original NES Punch-Out um, that came out ended with uh, Super Macho Man, yeah. who was actually in the main game. Uh, and knows a tough uh, tough boxer, but uh, he's not the boss. No, no. Um, so
1: the founder of Nintendo America, so Minoru Arawaka, um, he was following, you know, boxing at that time. Uh, Arakawa. Arakawa? There we go. Yeah. yeah whoops um uh, minero okay. i'm gonna retake that just so i don't sound like a jackass so the founder of nintendo america uh minero Arakawa, um uh, was following boxing specifically american boxing he was really impressed with this young up-and-comer named mike tyson he uh wasn't the champion yet um i believe when he was approached mm-hmm. but it was like hey we would like to use your likeness uh for this game and i think it was like kind of a ridiculously small amount like fifty thousand dollars in order mm-hmm. to get him
0: into this yeah Um, So, and it was a limited deal thing. It was always going to be a limited time thing. And uh, so he lost the title before the deal expired. Nintendo decided not to renew and they replaced him with a character called Mr. Dream. Um, He also in that time got the championship. So it probably would have been more expensive Mm -hmm. to re up, even though he lost the title. Um, It's kind of a common misconception that Mike Tyson's monsterism is the reason why, (laughs) you know, he was dropped from this. Yeah. Um, You know, it's like, like violent rapist. Like he's, He's no good, right. um, you know, um, that would be reason enough, but that's actually not what happened. It's kind no. of like a, a stop clock being right on accident kind <laughs> of thing.
1: Yeah. So um, it it probably worked out for the best. Like the Mr. Dream fight is functionally identical to the, to the yeah. Mike Tyson one. So it's kind of created this, you know, weird situation where most people remember the Tyson version of this, because, you know, that was kind of when I believe the most copies of it were put out and most people were kind of playing it when it was contemporary. The, uh, the Mr.
0: Dream version is relatively rare in comparison here in America. Mm-hmm. Um, um, it's, it does change the flavor a little bit because in the regular version, you know, your your you end boss being a boxer that is, uh, you know, ripped from the ring and later ripped from the headlines <laughs> kind of gives it this verisimilitude. Whereas Mr. Dream comes from dreamland and is just <laughs> kind of this like weird, perfect perfection male, you know, guy, uh, just kind of, I mean, I guess I just said a lot about myself and the idea, Hey, listen, this is peak male performance. If you don't like it, <laughs> um, get out of here. But the, uh, it is just kind of weird that there's this weird, you know, Creature this homunculus, humanculus coming out from Dreamland, as opposed to somebody who is actually, you know, somebody who can go box in real life. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's the same time you want. But he's really, you know, I was about to trap say if he says no. <laughs> you see, Michael, it's,
1: Mike Tyson. He's like a wandering samurai. If somebody challenges him, he has to do it, but he really regrets it. So that's why. It bite, was, off of
0: my, <laughs> bite off part of my face, Senpai. Um, <laughs> uh,
1: senpai, remove my ear. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't know why I'm laughing at that because that's such a tired joke. Yeah,
0: um, well, and it's it's so fucking gross. Yep. Like it is a weird thing where I don't want to sound too much like parodies of ourselves, but like I feel pretty good about not supporting or liking Mike Tyson. Oh yeah, <laughs> he like, like, I, argh, <laughs> what is he doing? It's, like
1: you're play, it's, it's a fucking sport, dog. It's a it's a real dominance move at the very least. It's misplaced because you're already doing an incredibly violent thing. Um, I. <laughs> I think the only thing that would have made it worse of is he like just like pissed on him as he was like getting his wound yeah. tended to.
0: Like took a shit in his ear hole. Yeah, you know? <laughs> just like you're uncontainable, you know, yeah. and just like took a <laughs> shit in his ear hole. The um, I remember when uh, I first started playing it and played Fallout Two, um, mm-hmm. how weird it was when they they had the masticator masticator mm-hmm. uh, in that, who is the the final boss of the boxing game in that, who bites off your ear and you lose a piece of charisma, but you get your ear. <laughs> um, as an item in your inventory yeah uh, which is another reason why fallout to you fucking tops yep. but the uh it was just so weird to have that come up and i'm like you know what this is a really this is a kind of a shitty pop culture reference but like mm-hmm. the monsterism of this is worth noting
1: yeah like it is something that is not out of place in fallout yeah it's oh, yeah exactly
0: like, <laughs> it's like Mike tyson will do really well in the post-apocalypse
1: <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> i mean he's been proven to be able to tame tigers at least in in <laughs> yeah. hollywood's accounts of his travels
0: yeah and solve mysteries
1: yeah um <laughs> and also uh, oh gosh what was it what what did uh so dredrick tatum the simpsons version of mike tyson what did he do he was he was charged with pushing his mother down the stairs yeah yeah there yeah. we go
0: man i love the joke in that where like mrs krabappel's like you do anything later he's like you really don't want that <laughs> because <laughs> it's it's like so dark and it's darker than the Simpsons usually gets like just like yeah. you really don't want that yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you're not tall
1: enough for this ride um yeah who <laughs> rest yeah. in peace um oh, yeah yeah uh so we need to talk about what's really special about this game because if it was just a sports or a boxing game, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know, like it it would probably just get novelty treatment like on the show we've you know
0: only done that very rarely. Yeah. Yeah, we've I mean we've talked about um you know a little bit of sports games like some golf and some uh, skateboarding. Yeah. yeah, Tony Hawk, and, yeah. And like I'm not a big sports game fan, but I'll play sit down and play a baseball game from the Nintendo Super Nintendo vintage. Yeah. Like they're fun. Yeah they're not special the way this is um, because this is secretly only kind of a sports game. Mm-hmm. Um This is much more, um it has the iconography of a boxing game, but it's much more of a rhythm reaction puzzle boss fight game mm-hmm. than anything. Um, yes, it is. It is. I mean, and, and again, I, I said this in the live show and I'll say it again to turn into complete parodies of ourselves. Like there's dark souls DNA in here. Oh yeah. Like this, this kind of reading your opponents tells, um, getting out of the way figuring like learning a fight Mm -hmm. you know it's kind of like the nes version of the Artorias fight over and over and over (laughs) again which if that sounds fucking awesome it's because it is right right um they're
1: both iterative processes right like a certain amount of kind of player skill um behind this like base reflexes and uh just kind of get gooditude um will get you kind of far right like you can probably brute force your way up to a certain point but after that it really kind of becomes a game of brain over brawn or brains over brawn. Um, yeah. You know, or brains over reaction time. Reaction time is very much necessary, but like you need to have that pattern recognition and just kind of like um, studiousness in order to prevail.
0: Like paying attention. Yeah. You know, is, is, a, is a huge part of this. And like that kind of rhythm, that kind of like slow Rhythm is really appealing to me Yeah. Um, of this is kind of like, oh, it reminds me because we're, we're, we're going to record the Resident Evil four episode pretty soon. And like that is another game that takes the iconography and set dressing of an action game, <laughs> but is actually very slow paced and, and methodical. Yeah. And I love that. Like that's going to be that's the thing I want between, you know, an action game and a turn based game <laughs> is this kind of, you know, uh, I am still getting a lot of time to kind of make my decisions. You know, mm-hmm. it's not about inputs per second. It's not, you know, Starflight Mastery. Or not, uh, star. No, star uh, I was gonna say, uh, <laughs> noted incredibly man, fast my, and yeah, difficult. Stark a game, Starflight. Yeah, my my KPM and Starflight is incredible. Yeah. Um. Our it, our, our
1: WPM, our word terminator kind of fucked up this episode.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which is which is fine. Yeah. Uh, it Again, it's going to be a very weird episode as you said. <laughs> um. So the way everything about the way this game is designed leads into that rhythm this idea about reading tells and getting out, getting the fuck out of the way. <laughs> um, you know, you're observing patterns, you're observing tells and the enemies, uh, you know, these can be very outsized, um, you know, and the enemy like really reels back for a punch. Um, they can also be very subtle. Like they twitch their eyebrow or wink at you a little bit before they punch you, which is like, that's weird. <laughs> yep. It's been a long time since I've been punched, but just feeling like, Hey guy, <laughs> do you like this yes no. justice? Yeah.
1: Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, and, uh, this is facilitated by the fact that, you know, your care that your, your enemies are so big, um, relative mm-hmm. to you. Um, they're not big relative to the screen, but there is just enough room for like the, the detail to come, to come across and as broad or fine of a stroke as they need it to be.
0: Yeah, these, these are huge, awesome background sprites on the yep. NES and some of the biggest characters are going to be animated and, and move on that system, you know, and they, they actually do, you know, move. It's not, uh, you know, they're not they're not a background like they're, right. they're fully animated. Um, one of the things I really love about this and, uh, you know, again, I brought this up in the live show. I want to make sure that I, I catch on it is how effective they use animation frames in oh, this yeah. because there aren't very many frames of animation behind, you know, one of ball bowls, uh, you know, his wind up and his punch. But the ones they choose for kind of maximum effect are the same. They remind me of the how to draw comics, the Marvel way thing, where if you're throwing a punch, the two most dramatic frames of a punch are when you've reeled all the way back and you're about to do it and you're full of kinetic energy and uh, right when you hit. Yeah. And those are the two frames they emphasize. So there's this amazing sense of uh, kinesthetics in this game, like when you get hit, like you fucked up, like it's like, a <laughs> you know, huge sound, like little Mac, like reacts very dramatically. Right. Uh, you know, when you mess up, there's <laughs> no sense of like, Oh, like, you know, I don't, uh, you, you just know where you're at in mm-hmm. relation to this opponent all the time. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And, uh, like that feedback tells you like, just don't, don't have that happen again. Like you fucked up. And so yeah. like, just do everything pay, you can pay more
0: attention. Yep. You know, like hey, learn, learn. <laughs> This is what happened. Kind of go back and watch for whatever that tell is and Mm -hmm. be, you know, be faster. Yeah. You know, like be, be better about getting out of the way or dodge the other way, or this is something you had to block or whatever the actual, the feedback is Mm -hmm. the the proper way forward. Yeah. Um, And it's just, it's so impressive to me and it just, it feels really good. Yeah. Um, You know, the sound and the impact and everything, it's like, it makes me feel like there's a, like it would have like a rumble. (laughs) <laughs> controller you know like the sense of impact is as big as anything on the nes whereas usually you know if mega man gets hit he kind of flies back a little bit and he flashes but the sense of impact isn't like this you know this kind of this kind of larger than life you know kind of rubber band sound that i really love yeah yeah yep animation
1: is all about uh anticipation and mm-hmm. they, they they really play that in and like the anticipation the amount that they roll into this is is a part of the gameplay
0: yeah. And, and like, as you are trained to watch them, you know, the the windups can be shorter and shorter. Um, and then they also start kind of, you know, having delayed hits, things like that, you yeah. know, where you're supposed to dodge like a second afterwards. <laughs> um, the Wii remake of that will lean into that like crazy mm-hmm. uh, of this. But the even in this game, that kind of stuff is evident. Yes. So, yeah. And so, as
1: you mentioned, you can only really succeed by kind of like watching for these and they make it relatively easy to at least, you know, spot it. Right They're not hiding yeah. much from you. It's just a matter of you know being able to kind of read the tea leaves or the mm-hmm. eyebrows uh, the, the straight eyebrow hairs in your, uh, in your soup um, mm-hmm. so um, and uh, as we said, there's going to be a uh, kind of a grand gesture. Each of these characters kind of uh, has both a national stereotype behind them. Mm-hmm. Yeah um, <clears throat> I forgot where we were at.
0: Oh, there's just other weaknesses. They're kind of their elaborate personalities. Yes. You know, so we're we're watching them, but they also have their kind of downfall. Downfalls are the ways you're supposed to approach them, and uh, that comes out, you know, because they're so big and animated. But a side effect of that is that they also have tons and tons of charm and personality. <laughs>
1: yep. Um, like you know, just there there are characters that have like that are built around
0: like character qualities. Like Don Flamenco is arrogance uh, embodied, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it comes across in in his fighting style, like it's expressed ludically, mm-hmm. you know, as well as expressed kind of visually in a way that's really uh, impressive. Yeah, to me, um, the racial stereotype thing is such a weird thing to this <laughs> game that like it doesn't bother me. It feels innocent in a way, and the weird thing is even in the Wii version, it doesn't offend me because then it becomes so outsized <laughs> as to be like okay again. Yeah. I don't, I don't can't really explain it, but like it doesn't. Uh, it's never hit my radar as like mean spirited or somehow awful yeah like you punch King hippo and a bunch of pineapples and hams fly out it's so it's ridiculous yeah. like it is you know it is it is super ridiculous but I kind of love it still <laughs> um and we'll talk about the other games in the series kind of at the end we'll do a little little type five on those yeah a roundup uh but here it is just um you know these are really larger than life characters you know like don flamenco this arrogance personified uh soda Popinski, who drinks soda and gets more powerful uh, <laughs> yeah. by drinking soda he drinks soda um, then gets uh, real
1: happy then he gets real sad
0: yeah which is my soda cycle <laughs> um yeah and, and in the you know the arcade version he was vodka drunkinski which everybody knows and that is just on the wrong side of a, an offensive uh yeah. stereotype <laughs> like uh oh that that's the line <laughs> there we um, go weird yeah yeah talking about what kind of food a country likes doesn't bother me. talking about them all being drunks, not super into it, yeah, it kind of comes across as a moral judgment yeah then then it's then it's a problem, yeah, um so you know tons and tons of charm, um even down to like you know doc Lewis and everything everybody around you, it's like very, very awesome <laughs> kind of character types um one of the things that's really awesome about this is that it does have that n e s sense of mystery where like very little of these mechanics are actually explained to the player. Um, things like uh decisions and uh even the fact that it has points or when you can get a star punch, um you might run across these things on accident. Mm-hmm. And uh one of the things that I know is true from both of us because we've done this before, is that there's uh <laughs> this kind of lends to like a, a NES playground folklore. Mm -hmm. element to this game that is really awesome
1: yeah like you would learn something and then you would go rush to tell somebody or like they were talking about having trouble you would say oh well you just need to wait for him to wink and that's when you dodge or you know even down to like oh did you realize that you can like we didn't know we didn't know to call them cancels but like
0: you can get out of a dodge if you want to you know yeah exactly or like you know the big one when i was growing up was like when to uh stop the bald bull charge Mm -hmm. um and that just going around the playground like oh you do it this and tons of misinformation Mm -hmm. you know about that like oh just count this many seconds or just uh you know wait for this and they would be false you know they would not actually be the real thing because they were rumors and that sense of mystery is like so quintessentially nintendo yeah you know there's not another console that has that really yeah, you know kind of as as part of its identity so it's a big reason to have a lot of affection for this game i think yeah um a lot of other mechanics are not really explained mm-hmm. um and they the, are yeah
1: they the, they all kind of relate to kind of like more risk and more more reward i kind of forget what each of these refers to like gutters yeah. orly punches or stuff like that um this has kind of left my head if you can remember them but like it's a matter of kind of like delaying your punch or delaying your 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 dodge to a point where you can maximize your damage against them by putting yourself at more risk by taking damage from them
0: yeah d- depending on what they are so like quick dodges or if you press left to dodge if you press right right away mm-hmm. you'll kind of get back in to punch more you'll get more punches in counter punch is uh punching counter punching with the opposite uh fist yeah um, i think that affects damage it may also affect speed yeah of that um a uh, a proper punch, I can't remember. A leap punch is pretty obvious though, and a lot of times those lead to star punches. Yeah. So if you punch an opponent at the last possible moment, you can punch them uh during a vulnerable period. Mm-hmm. You'll get a star.
1: Yeah. Um and there are facts. Like people have kind of like, you know, been working very hard to figure out how all of this fits together.
0: This game has been taken apart front to back, really, and in one way it reminds me, you know, it it speaks of the game because it supports it, mm-hmm. right? Um, that's really great. The other thing is again, it reminds me a little bit of dark souls cause everything does. Um, but just the way that there is a community that kind of has torn this apart. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a book that was going to come out about this that, uh, actually got a cease and desist, unfortunately. And oh, no. they gave out a prototype of it, um, on uh games done quick, like two years ago, I think. Um, I would have, it was like a big, beautiful, full color illustrated book that deconstructs the design of this game. I would have loved to get my hands on that. Oh yeah. Um, uh, But the uh, so I'll I'll put a link to that in the show notes. Um, The other thing, too, is everyone should watch a speed run of this um, to watch how it has been taken apart. Yeah, Um, because this game and, you know, Super Punch Out have both been completed, you know, almost nearly completed blindfolded um, (laughs) because the audio cues and the kind of deterministic uh, action of it is so so rigid uh, that you can know it that well. Yes. Um, and it's, that's it's really, really impressive though. Mm-hmm. The blind punch out stuff is my favorite stuff to watch every year, <laughs> uh, in, uh, GDQs. Yeah. Um, and, uh, I'm looking forward to this year uh, in the winter cause there's a race. Oh shit. Really? So, yeah. Wow. I kind of wonder what the margins on that would be. I really, I really wonder quite a bit, um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm way into it. Like I'm going to watch it. I'll be there with bells on. So yeah, the, uh,
1: I just, I can only imagine because like, that seems like the kind of thing where you would know probably within the first tier, if you had just like fucked up irrevocably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't. Um, yeah. So let's, uh, let's go through the uh, different boxers. Yeah.
1: Um, so this game is divided up into circuits, um, kind of as we climb up the ranks of the more difficult fighters or from the, uh, from the easier fighters to the most difficult from fighters Fighters to fighters. Yeah. From fight- yeah. <laughs> so. Uh And we start out with the, uh, notoriously easy to defeat glass Joe, um, who is French and whose name, um, just sounds like glass jaw.
0: Yes. And he's the end boss of, uh, unbreakable as well. Hmm. um his record is a uh, 1 to 99 he's won uh one match and that's actually versus gabby jay the uh the first kind of chump character in a super punch out hmm. um he desperately wants to quit boxing uh he'll <laughs> taunt you but he can't really do anything about it right. he kind of does this taunt and then just kind of does a
1: punch <laughs> he just like leaves himself open it's like please yeah. i
0: want to die punch my life out of me <laughs> yeah senpai <laughs> um the uh so you can stun lock this guy really easily yeah with jabs um you know, if he's approaching, you hit him, you can knock him out. It's really just, it's the the castle level in Mario 64. Yeah. Like, it's very hard to lose this. Um, <laughs> it's just so you can see what everything does. Yeah. Um, like, a well-executed fight against Glass,
1: Glass Joe is just him going left, right, left, right, left, right down.
0: Yeah. 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 And you can, you can knock this guy out really, really easily. Yeah. Um, the second fighter, um, one of the things that I really love about this, and this is a generality, the reason why I mention it now, is... Uh, how gentle the difficulty curve mm-hmm. is in this game like it's really pretty perfect for a game of this vintage like each of these fighters is teaching you a little something and they ramp in complexity until eventually you know you get to the point where you are like i can't you can't really get further mm-hmm. like i can uh pretty consistently get to mr sandman mm-hmm. and that is my my stopping point where i can i can beat mr sandman i've never beat tyson um, but I can get to Mr. Sandman and that it gets harder as you go in a way that like it's prepared you for every step. Yeah. Uh, which I, I really appreciate. Um, so Von Kaiser as kind of follow that is a little bit more complicated.
1: Yeah. Uh, so Von Kaiser is from Germany. Um, this, uh, kind of veers into vodka drink, territory for me. Cause one of his quotes is surrender
0: or I will conquer you. Yeah, which, I mean, kind of goes in also if you wanted to be offended by Class Joe, it would just be that like the French are weak with that stereotype, (laughs) um, which which I'm, you know, silly. But the um, yeah, Von Kaiser is just kind of he's a little bit of that kind of like sprockets German too, just like serious, you know, efficient, (laughs) you know, a a night of of efficient German sex kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And he's teaching you about um, signals Right. so he uh, waggles his eyebrows before he punches
1: right specifically like very subtle um signals like this is a couple of pixels changing place um but it very much I think it has like a little sound key with it too it's hard to remember precisely um mm-hmm. but yeah like this is you know it's more about knowing when to dodge as opposed to with glass Joe knowing when to take advantage of, of an opening that he ostentatiously leaves for you
0: yes yeah um but otherwise not too not too difficult yeah. um I also real quick while we're on him want to talk about the uh the Boxers Fall animations. <laughs> God do I love those. I love the sound more than anything. Well the sound the sound is really, really great. It's really huge and larger than life just in general, but the sound just does a really good like it's not music. It's these, these, these ca- cartoon yeah. It's like very cartoon like sound effects. Yeah. Um when these people fall. And he has a really great one where he falls back kind of like pumping his fist and then falls flat on his back. There's like this awesome foreshortening <laughs> with it. You know, he looks like it's a, you've stumbled across Galactus like laying <laughs> on the surface of a planet or something like it's really great looking.
1: Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, um, like, so, so the, like the back and forth sway that a lot of these, uh, that, that they have actually really reminds me like, Oh, they're trying to keep their footing, but you have like punched them far enough that They're like reacting to a gunshot
0: or something like that.
1: Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. Piston Honda, since we're going through the entire um, axis here, um, Mm -hmm. uh, Japanese, um, he'll give you a TKO from Tokyo. Um, Mm -hmm. And his special move is this kind of long series of quick jabs um, that he does. And, like, if you get out of rhythm with this, um, you are done. Um, If you don't figure out how to interrupt this, um, Mm -hmm. you are not done, but, like, it's going to wreck you because you just get caught up in the juggle.
0: Well, you interrupt it or you just block every everyone but you can't yeah. just hold down to block um right. after you take a hit your block is kind of canceled so you have to press down again yeah um to kind of block this but it's too quick to dodge it's teaching you about attacks that are too quick to dodge and and this is the first fight where you have to block mm. um, which is going to be you have like a tool set that you have to have to use like different fighters kind of uh engage different parts of this tool set yeah um he's gotta you know he's also he's teaching a little bit about special moves um von kaiser doesn't have like a signature thing really mm-hmm. um he'll sometimes kind of back up and then just kind of do a punch but Pisan has as this little thing where he dances back and forth yeah before he does this so he's kind of teaching you like oh these guys are going to have signature dishes yeah. they're going to serve up on your face yeah. <laughs> um, plug... punch yeah. meats yeah yeah punch <laughs> me pie. punch meat senpai uh <laughs> onto the major circuit um between circuits you get these little cutscenes that show you your password um which would be tedious and frustrating if the music wasn't so good <laughs>
1: true on these
0: like i'm i'm always pretty down for these things just because they they get you get you going
1: So these are the uh, the trading sessions as well, where you're yeah. r- r- running behind, uh, you
0: know, running behind him past the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. By him, I mean Don mm-hmm. Lewis. There we go. Yeah, he's on a bike, which yeah. is hardly fair. Um, <laughs> so Don Flamenco is next. Who we mentioned is the the vain character. Yes, um, he is Spanish. Um, he is kind of like a bullfighter. He comes out with a you know biting a, a rose mm-hmm. kind of thing, um, and his whole thing is about uh, counter attacks, right? Because he will not. Uh, attack you until you attack him and then you you know, attack him and then you dodge out of the way and get your counters in right so you have to actually goad him and kind of beat him into things yeah
1: so it gives you like a, a measure of control over this he's like seeding the rhythm over to you in a lot of ways especially in between like the kind of chaff um version mm-hmm. of exchanging blows in this like when he invites you that is your that is your chance to kind of like take him out of commission
0: yeah yeah. No. and that's mostly his thing. He starts kind of mixing it up a little bit, and will attack on his own, but mostly he waits for you.
1: Yeah. Um, um, King Hippo yeah. is uh, kind of one of the mascots of this as well, um, just because he is uh, just a just a big dumb monster.
0: Um, yeah. He's <laughs> man. Do I love him in the Wii version? Yep. Where he just makes like grunts and noises. And stuff. <laughs> it's pretty terrifying. Yep. Uh, and he he's a Pacific Islander. He's you know from Samoa or somewhere near there. Unrelated to um, previous. <laughs> Yep. Um, You know, big, big guy, kind of a human hippo monster. Um, And he's teaching you about these star, you know, star punch opportunities. Mm -hmm. You don't get a star for punching him here, but he's teaching you that like to move forward, there are some boxers you're going to have to hit at specific times. Right. Um, So his whole thing is that his weak point is uh, he'll always block his face. (laughs) Um, He's really great at blocking. But he's got a, when he blocks, you can see a little bandage on his belly button. Yeah. And uh, I had to stun him so you can get some belly button punches.
1: Yeah. Um, I was about to say he was recently circumcised, but that is not how anatomy works.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I don't think he was circumcised. I I don't know what it is. It's like where they took Marcellus, Marcellus Wallace's soul out. Oh yeah. Through his, through his belly button or something like that. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Uh, So you have to uh, kind of watch for his, um, his, he unhinges his jaw like he's a snake. Um, to kind of do these little laughs. Um, and then that's when you need to, uh, dodge an attack to make him drop the trunks and expose his managed belly button as he tries to, uh, cover his shame.
0: Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is good. Cause you don't want to, you know, you don't want to <laughs> punch man in the dick. Um, <laughs> This reminds me, I haven't done very much in the way of sports, like in high school or anything, Mm -hmm. but I was in wrestling for one day and I had like an (laughs) ill-fitting pair of like gym shorts Oh no! that would fall down in wrestling. And then I I have a very distinct memory. I only did it for one day. It was a nightmare. Mm -hmm. But my shorts falling down and me trying to pull them up in the match Mm -hmm. and the coach guy just screaming at me not to pay attention to it. Like he was so (laughs) mad that I was trying to pull up my pants and like not show off my underwear in front of all these other cruel teen boys. And like, he was just like ignore it like up in my face <laughs> fucking uh what it like uh JK Simmons that yeah. <laughs> that just
1: he was screaming at back,
0: me back snapping you or whatever yeah yeah, yeah it was flashing the there we go whiplashing. flashing yeah, yeah. it was so bad um but yeah that i'm so i relate <laughs> to uh, <laughs> to King yes. in this respect
1: <laughs> oh gosh um yeah that i'm i'm so happy that i uh, the, the sport that i opted to do in high school was golf they're
0: probably a, a good choice. Yeah. Uh
1: Great Tiger. Um, he is our kind of swami kind of character. He's an Indian. Um, and uh his whole thing is he is literally magic.
0: Yeah, he, he's uh this is when it stops being any amount of realism. Yep. Uh when as he has powers. <laughs> uh they really lean into this in the uh in the later games as well. Yeah. Um so he uh will do these kind of regular uppercuts cuts that you can dodge and counter. Um, to get his stars, but then he has this thing, uh, flash jabs move where he teleports around the ring. Um, and the secret here is learning the rhythm of these and blocking each one. Yeah. It's kind of the slow, like, do doo, you know, yeah. uh, that he's doing, and uh, and he's
1: he, kind yeah. of all about the rhythm too, because his mm-hmm. flash attacks are also like the blocking for that are, uh, it's, it's a rhythm as well.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. Um, afterwards he makes himself dizzy. Yeah. So you get to punch him. And his face turns into a slot machine in that way that like <laughs> cartoons and Nintendo game faces, where all their parts are just scrambling and terrifying. Yep. Um, Resock him in the face. Yeah,
1: and just every uh every, every character is wearing one of those full body suits from a Scanner Darkly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I um, love that movie.
0: A, a stopping point for many people uh here is Bald Bull. Yes. It was definitely a stopping point uh, for us as kids. Oh, yeah.
1: And I think this, I couldn't get past Bald uh, Bull on my playthroughs here for this. Mm-hmm. It was either it was, it was either here or on Bald Bull Part 2. Again, it is hard to remember.
0: They don't change that often, that much. No, right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's a Turkish guy, um, and he's incredibly aggressive. Um, and he has this bull charge attack that is an instant KO, which you have to counter him to knock him out. Like it is not instant
0: KO, instant knockdown. Ah, there we go. Yeah, so sorry, you get knocked down, but you can only get knocked down three times. The TKO rules apply to you, and the game will sometimes, if you've been performing badly, will make you actually get a knockout. No matter how much you tap, you will not be able to get up. Right. Um, so that happens sometimes. I don't know the exact conditions mm-hmm. of that, but uh, that can happen with this guy as he if he just really does a beat down on you.
1: Yeah, and so learning how to stop him from getting this kind of instant point on you is uh,
0: is is absolutely what you need to do. Yes, um, which is when around when his feet line up with your head mm-hmm. is when you attack um, to actually hit him. But he will keep if you dodge the attack, he will keep doing it. He'll keep charging. You can't actually get through this without learning that that move that you can actually interrupt yeah. attacks, not just hit them before they <clears throat> before they start.
1: Yeah, it is. It is quite literally a skill gate.
0: Yeah. Um, so you've you've completed the major circuit. You're onto the world circuit. Uh, this is where we start getting repeats. Yep. In here. Um, it doesn't bother me that much, but the they're not that different. They're usually a little bit more aggressive. More aggressive.
1: Uh, um, sometimes they have uh, additional tells or kind of complications that uh, kind of like pattern interrupt uh, what you expect from them.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So first up is Piston Honda, too. Um, he's somehow risen in the ranks behind <laughs> your back. Um, so he has a lot less of a tell for his, his Bonsai attack that he does.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and you need to, he has a different hook that you actually have to duck to dodge, which is pretty rare.
1: Yeah which uh a ducking is uh what's that double tap down yep yeah so if you it has not been required of you up to this point is not required now but will make your life easier yes yeah. yeah uh this is where soda popinski um shows up again as i mentioned uh drunken Vikinski um his he, he's still like his attack does have uh the kind of this drunken master kind of aspect to it um he's mm-hmm. kind of hard to
0: predict he'll just fire from the hip yeah yeah and uh he does have his little thing where he kind of backs off and does his uh his super drunk punch <laughs> um you can actually trick him out of doing that by ducking yep. as well so this is like the ducking period of the advanced tactic <laughs> I,
1: I love that like uh just as somebody's about to attack you and you flinch they don't know how to react yeah yeah
0: that's really good as opposed to um, just
1: hitting you again which is what everybody did
0: to me um yeah. bald bull two is up next which is he's just faster stronger yeah faster stronger better mm-hmm. uh Kiss me, kill me, throw me, (laughs) kill me. Um, But there's not too much to to tell. Yeah. Um, Don Flamenco, too, is also very similar, even though it's kind of interesting. He um, is more likely to... I think this is the game trying to teach you about decision Mm -hmm. victories, because he is much more likely to run out the clock than other fights leading up to this point. Yeah. It's like he's, Um,
1: uh, he's learned some humility about this, and he doesn't need the flashiest win possible.
0: Yeah, exactly. Like he just wants to kind of, uh, to wear you down. So he's still very defensive, but he will be, he's, his defense stat has gone up a lot. Like you will do less damage yeah. to him. Um, so he, uh, yeah, so he, you have to really kind of, this will probably be three rounds yeah. with Don Flamenco. Of course, speedrunners know how to do it faster, but <laughs> that's what I think what the game is leading you towards. Yeah. Um, um
1: the, so the, mis- first, the first
0: mis- mega difficulty spike, I think.
1: Yes. Mr. Sandman. Um, gives us a dream straight from Pennsylvania and he comes with all of the attendant <laughs> that stereotypes expression. that we know about <laughs> Pennsylvanians.
0: Yeah. They love paper. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, uh, that's all I really got. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but he has this, uh, he is very tough. He has this dreamland express thing, which is a series of alternating uppercuts mm-hmm. that are very fast and you, I don't know if you technically have to, you could probably time it up. So you don't, Mm -hmm. but you're much better at doing quick dodges in these. So you can get out of the way because they're very fast. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. If you
1: do a full full dodge, like you have to commit to it in a way that like you will not be able to fire up
0: another one by the time the next attack comes out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So there's a way if you dodge early enough, you can be, but it's easier to do quick dodges here. Right. Uh, And this is where I can get consistently. I can beat him and super macho man, but they're hard. Right. and i actually think super macho man is easier than mr sandman yeah in this game uh super macho man is supposed to be a californian Mm -hmm. uh he's supposed to be like a like a california surfer kind of bodybuilder thing yeah yeah it's like a little bit of like a johnny cage kind of thing it comes across in the Wii version in a way it doesn't really here (laughs) Um, here he just looks like a weird old man yeah
1: Yeah. Um, at some point we need to talk about uh, little max child birth and hips because we, we mentioned that in the episode
0: and we have to talk about how weird it is when old people have muscles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, like, it's the Jack Lelane problem, right? Yeah, yeah. I I I don't like it. It creeps <laughs> me out pretty good. I don't know what it is. Come on, age no, as ungrace- age as ungracefully as the rest of us, please. Yeah, don't make don't make us look bad. Yeah, assholes. Super macho man. Um little Mac is shaped like um like a pear. Like he's a very pear-shaped little boy. <laughs> um and he looks like he could like throw like a littler Mac out of his cloaca, like at a moment's notice (laughs) because he's got like the kind of hips that like little, little house on the prairie first hips.
1: Yep. He's uh he's, yeah, he's definitely, he's about to butt off from his saddlebags.
0: Yes. Yes, indeed. (laughs) Um, um, it's pretty, especially when he turns around and like puts (laughs) his hands up. Yep. Yay. (laughs) Yeah. It's it's very funny. Yep.
1: Oh, he's just our sweet little bowling ball, bowling pin boy. Bowling boy. Yeah. Yeah. Pin
0: boy. Pin boy. You've heard of pin pin pinheads, but he is uh,
1: very much pin hips. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, super macho man. Um, there's really no pattern to this. You just, it's pure reaction. Yeah. Yeah. He's got a, he's got a spin punch that will just totally wreck you up. But, um, but like the majority of the fight, he's not deploying that. It is just a very quick round.
0: Yes. Yeah. He's very, he's pretty tough yeah again, I find his spin punch, which has like that's another thing with a delayed hit that mm-hmm. it takes a while before that starts. I find that much easier to dodge than super macho Man's uh you know dreamland express mm-hmm. um and then finally you have Mike tyson slash Mr. Dream, either from New York or dreamland <laughs> um, and this this is unreasonable, I think yeah um so we ran
1: kind of a contest. Over the course of the uh, over the course of our convention, um, where we had people um, enter the code and just try and beat Mike Tyson um, at our booth,
0: only three people managed to do it. Yeah, yeah. Which uh, the names I don't have here. Nope. But they're in the live episode. Yeah. Um, and uh, if you're listening to this as well, thanks for uh, thanks for swinging by the booth and and impressing us yeah. with our and also they did on non CRT TV, which is apparently harder. Yeah. Um, but uh, people did it. And uh, I cannot do it, and I've been trying for a long time, like I said, yeah. this is in my top five nES games, and I've never been able to do it. yeah, I don't feel bad about it, honestly <laughs> no, I, I mean I don't feel I don't feel bad about it. I wish i I could do it because it would be it would feel like an actual accomplishment like I've gotten to the point where I can see what I'm supposed to be doing. It's just my hands aren't fast enough, yeah. you know like i I can see the tells I just don't react quick enough, and I haven't wanted to like put in the training to to work on it, but I could have I just haven't done it. Yeah. Um, and mostly it's this first 90 seconds you have to get through yeah. Um, or like 90 counts because they move. They're not seconds. Mm-hmm. They move much faster than that. But um, the first 90 counts of the the clock there, um, he just does these uppercuts that are instant knockdown right? Um, uppercuts. And he there, he has a, just a second of reaction time before he does that. It. Mm-hmm. It's like a little bit of like his face kind of squinches up.
1: Yeah. And uh, it's just irregular enough that you can't get into a rhythm is how it feels to me. I don't care if it is a rhythm. It doesn't feel like one. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like it'll just take you down. And most people didn't get, didn't get past that, um, at the booth
0: when they did, that was, that was the time when we took kind of took notice around it. Yes. Yeah. 100%. And that's what, um, that's when people would also start to kind of wake up and be like, okay, this is a serious attempt. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love when people kind of come back into the booth over and over and just kind of make it a mission to get past the thing. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. So we had a trophy we gave out just, uh, which was a pretty cool, like a mm-hmm. customized little boxing glove trophy. Yeah which i think is pretty fun yeah. um in between uh, just so we mention it because uh, actually in the live show i think that uh brian aka dr static brought it up because we forgot to mm-hmm. uh, but now i'm bringing this up and infinity blade because i'm not no uh no reference left behind in this <laughs> um you actually get to heal a little bit between rounds too yeah it's another kind of tactical consideration is that um you get one heal you can deploy between rounds yeah you can um, uh, you can drink from the spit bucket
1: like it's sideways
0: yeah <laughs> yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you can
1: get some of your blood uh, back some of your tooth blood and then that uh, yeah. that, that makes you that, that instills vigor
0: <laughs> it's just protein little mac um,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm not gonna have you lose iron you're gonna have to pump that iron again <laughs> um, so you press select and you uh, uh uh your trainer will kind of pump your arm mm-hmm. a little bit faster and that gives you uh your strength back yeah um you also the enemies when they are fighting you will drain your health as well. Like they get a little bit more confidence, like it's bloodborne or something when they hit you. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, when we're talking about that kind of defensive focus of the game, like that plays into that as well. Yeah. Um, um before we move on to the rest of the series and kind of talk about generalities, do we want to uh, briefly talk about our history with this? Yes. As, kind of, as, as, any kind of as,
1: summing up thoughts as we did in the, uh, in the main episode? Um, mm-hmm. this was, so <laughs> it's, it's kind of funny because this was totally a dad game. Um, mm. I guess a stepdad game. Like it was something that, he played and my brother played because they were more into sports than I was. And I really didn't give it a lot of a chance um, mm. until, you know, well after I kind of got over that hump and then I immediately like fell, for, fell for this pretty hard.
0: Yeah. 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 No, I don't, I don't, I think that when I can see that, like it's the kind of thing that reminds me a little bit of like when I try to get people into the wire by explaining yeah. that's not a crime show. <laughs> like this isn't what it looks like exactly. Cause uh, they are, I haven't played another boxing game I've really liked right. that isn't in the series or isn't Wade Hickston's Counterpunch. <laughs> um, like I, I've tried to play. There's like a was a Sega Master System boxing game that was very popular. Atari Boxing is kind of fun, but it's almost its own weird little Rock'em Sock'em Robots kind of thing. Yeah, I, I love like um, the
1: uh, the the noses in Atari Boxing. Like when you score your point, you have to punch them in the nose, and the nose kind of inverts
0: in a real horrifying yeah. way. Yeah. I I like that, too. I haven't liked, you know, any more modern boxing games. Um, I think reboxing is pretty annoying. Uh, And I have I've tried to play more recent ones like on the PS2 and I I don't particularly care for them. Um, So I need my boxing games to not really, you know, to have this kind of to be be essentially a template of this. And the only thing that got me into it, even though I wasn't into sports, was just that limited NES pool yeah you know I think it was just one of the games that was kind of around mm-hmm. um wildly popular I'd play anything and it it's stuck and it still is my go to uh I have twenty minutes to kill like I play this game a lot on planes um uh, just because it's it's been on my my three d s forever yeah um just as a something I can just pick up time mm-hmm. and just i'm gonna play through the first seven boxers and punch out yeah and it's always a good time and always feels good and like is very comfortable yeah uh I really love it. It is – I love that kind of – those things that it values, that kind of boss fight focus Mm -hmm. and kind of uh, learning a thing, getting that uh, in kind of a portable form and getting that out early is just really – because, you know, like a lot of Mega Man fights, like you can make – or Nintendo fights, you can make the argument about like Mega Man bosses, right? Like Mm -hmm. they have a pattern, but you're not really – like they kind of do it regardless of what you're doing, right? You know, like Quick Man will just kind of like I'm going to jump across the screen three times, and then I'm going <laughs> to go up to the ceiling and then shoot my thing down, and yeah. they just kind—it's of, more like a—it's almost like dodging in a shmup, yeah. You know, like when you're when you're doing a Mega Man fight or a more traditional NES boss fight, mm-hmm. this actually feels like more like a chess match or more like a relationship between the two characters. Yeah, it's a give and take. It feels like more like there's more AI behind it somehow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, it just—it's like. They're really deep boss fights, <laughs> um, you know. If, for for by Nintendo standards, it's yeah. really impressive to me.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's it's amazing what they were able to achieve in a game about, you're not about, but a game where everybody's standing still, um, yeah. on, a, on a system that was kind of like categorized by like we're not going to have an awful lot of detail in any particular thing, but like it's it's all about navigation. This is just call and response and reaction. Um, yeah. and I say just not to diminish it, but actually to like build this up as something that is kind of like for as, for as overstated as it is, it is, it, it is kind of understated as well.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So, so really, really fantastic. Most people know the game, but, uh, hearty endorsement. Yeah. Um, there are other games in the series, other things we want to touch on kind of briefly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, and there's a direct sequel in the works, uh, <laughs> that we've actually covered on abject suffering yeah. uh, called power punch Two. Yes. Uh, originally Mike Tyson's Power Punch.
1: <laughs> yep. Uh, where Mike Tyson would go into outer space and uh, there, there were no no lands left to conquer on Earth. So he was going to go out and fight. Uh, uh, fi- finally, uh, try on Little Max shoes for, for size because yeah. uh, he's the tiny man now fighting monsters,
0: which I assume are the size of skyscrapers. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, this is a terrible game. Yep. Uh, and this game actually was shelved after Tyson's rape conviction. Yeah. So somebody finally was just like, "Oh, we shouldn't make, you know, <laughs> uh, space rapist." No. Nope. Uh, <laughs> like that's that's not a video game we need where an earthling rapist goes off and represents uh-huh. our culture to aliens.
1: Yeah, not a uh n- you yeah, know, not something you want in your, pro- in your portfolio.
0: No, not I, I like, don't think so. Yeah. It's also a way 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 terrible game. Yeah. Go um, uh go
1: listen to that. That will be in the notes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. There's also um, a direct uh, sequel to this on Super Nintendo called Super punch Out.
1: Yes. Um, And, you know, people are divided on how successful this is in terms of it. It's just doing a very, very different thing. It's more faithful to the original arcade version, larger sprites. Um, Gary, I think you can go into more detail about it because you have more of an opinion than I do.
0: Yeah, I mean, I recently replayed it because, you know, me and uh, one of the things about this podcast relationship with Retronauts is like I'm friends with Bob. So we talk about stuff Mm -hmm. and uh, he prefers that one over the NES one. I still prefer the NES one, um, but that Retronauts episode is really worth listening to, even if you don't usually listen to that show and just listen to this because it kind of covers things from different angles. Um, And they kind of came down in favor of this. And I think a big reason why was that you're a little bit more aggressive. Um, Bob made the really great observation that like – that's the difference like super punch out is about being aggressive and punch out is about being defensive Mm -hmm. and i think i just kind of prefer one or the other yeah um you know i like the idea of being like i didn't get touched during that fight yeah you know whereas in super punch out you're expected to block you're expected to take some hits and the thing that actually frustrates me it's a really great game like i i really like it a lot Mm -hmm. um but the thing that's frustrating to me is that like i don't sometimes i don't even know that i'm getting hit yeah like there's there's not that sense of bigness, that sense of impact and enemies don't have a uh, poise or they have like kind of unlimited poise. So mm-hmm. you can be very aggressive and if they want to take a shot, like sometimes I'd be punching them and then they would just kind of break out and punch me yeah. and I wouldn't really know that I got hit because there I could see it visually, but there wasn't this like kind of all senses impact.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it kind of reminds me of like if, you know, punch out is a little bit like playing Dark Souls without a shield. Uh, Super Punch Out is a little bit like Bloodborne, but enemies have poise, hmm. aka Dark Souls Three. <laughs> um, you know, and it just ended up being uh, it's just not quite as satisfying, while still being really cool. Yeah. A lot of weirdo characters and and big personalities as well, and it is yeah. very fun to play. Yeah, uh,
1: I just I, I get so I got so attached, you know, just because of history, because I played the NES version more, got so attached to that, like minimal sprite, maximum kind of animation and character. Um versus maximal sprites. Like these sprites are big and gorgeous. Um kind of take av- taking advantage of the hardware, but like I feel like the animation kind of suffered for it. And so it became much harder to read. And so that's why I, I so just too. don't have as much don't have as much affection for it. Like I understand that it does really cool stuff.
0: But yeah, yeah. It's still very good. I still like it a lot. And a lot of people kind of have different, you know, have different preferences for that. Like most people kind of go back through. Yeah. Um what I do not uh, or what I have no mixed feelings about is the Wii remake. So good. This us. is a master class in,
1: like, updating stuff, like up there with uh, Resident Evil Remake.
0: Yeah, 100%. Like, it is it is so cool. It's very similar to the Nintendo version, but expands on it in every way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, more more fighters, kind of more mechanics. And this is something where it is over-animated uh, or animated quite a bit in a way that is, like, really, really impressive. There's an extra credits video that I point out to people all the time about the animation in this game mm-hmm. and about how good it is. And it just... Everything is very quick and fluid, but it tells you everything. Yeah. You know, uh, one of my favorite parts about that video, and that'll be in the show notes as well, is that like an enemy like will clearly signals what they're going to do. Sometimes even just saying it right. (laughs) Like you're fighting disco kid. and He's like, here it comes. Like he tells you he's going to punch you. And then you see when they miss, you see this little drama play out on their face. That's like, I'm going to get you. Wait, wait, what? Oh, no. (laughs) And you see all of these like facial expressions happen in like a split second. Yeah. It's perfect. It like communicates so, so much <laughs> just through that. Yeah.
1: And even in broader strokes, like the, uh, the amount of kind of like, uh, stretch and squish, um, on mm-hmm. the, uh, the punch reactions and even like in the lead up to, uh, other people's attacks really just kind of sells, uh, the kinesthetics of this in a way that feels really faithful um to the uh to the nes version even though even though they only really bear a passing resemblance it feels mm-hmm. like like this is a wonderful use of update of updated hardware to like get a similar idea across in a very effective way
0: yeah really really great stuff yeah. um it's you can buy, get it on the virtual console uh, on Wii U for 20 bucks oh wow uh really really recommended i think nice
1: uh, you I can really uh, you don't have to control it with uh boxing controls you can just hold the uh holder remote or i guess on the Wii U use the uh, game pad and control it like a video game as opposed to an exercise thing yep yeah. and uh uh stick around after the credits on that one because they remix the fights in a very interesting way
0: yeah it's really fantastic they did like a second quest where every fighter kind of makes up for their their weak <laughs> points yep um, in a way that's really really interesting um so like King hippo has a big steel like garbage can lid over his yeah it like, like a manhole cover <laughs> yeah yeah that yeah that's a that is it's it's really it's really fantastic yeah um really really fun to play uh i, I really really like it so one of my favorite Wii games mm-hmm. for sure yeah And that's, uh, that's about it. Ordinarily in the, uh, the actual episode part of this, we told people to come to our booth and did all that. Um, mm-hmm. we won't do that. We do want to, uh, you know, for people, this is kind of a weird episode. We want to thank you for your patience yeah. and, uh, how this kind of turned out.
1: Yep. And, uh, if you're curious about the, uh, the actual episode and you think you can, uh, uh, listen to that over top of the rock music, um, mm-hmm. that is on our Patreon. It'll be just kind of sitting on the, uh, the, the little RSS feed that it makes for you.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what else? If you, uh, if you have anything to say about punch out, we're not doing a traditional extra for that, but if you have anything to say about resident evil, mm-hmm. um, it is not too late as of the time of your hearing this, but very soon will be. Yeah. Um, uh, the deadline will
1: be Friday, the, uh, the 14th.
0: Yeah. So the day after this comes out, yeah. uh, we need your resident evil four thoughts, mm-hmm. um, hit us up at duck forward slash contact.
1: Yeah. Um, do we want to announce what the poll winner is going to be? Yeah, let's do it. Yep. Uh, it's going to be bastion. Uh, it was a very close race between that and uh, bam But bastion won out
0: yeah and um, if you ever um if you ever think accuse us of like putting our thumbs on the scales or anything like that i'm thrilled to play bastion i really wanted to play blood money yeah, so i too. didn't i didn't campaign i didn't uh and <laughs> yes technically we could just overturn it but we're not going to no. you have spoken <laughs> um we're doing bastion which i want to play anyway because i wanted to revisit that and after that is going to be our western rpg
1: we are still deciding on that um you're <laughs> going to hear that probably um in the
0: bastion episode let's say yes and we i mean we we more or less have it but we'll just have yeah. to work out the final logistics yep um so yeah so that's going to be really really fantastic our live episode will come out somewhere in there as well uh from the portland retro gaming expo uh we're doing pokemon yellow mm-hmm. and uh, that will be again it'll be another episode kind of like this where it's a little bit shorter we're going to talk more about generalities and not what you actually do in that game because yeah. what you do <laughs> is jrpg nonsense yep. it's uh,
1: very repetitive
0: like, it is, uh, I love Pokemon. I even, you know, I have a lot of affection for that game, but boy, uh, the actual <laughs> moment to moment is nothing special. But, um, mm-hmm. so we're going to talk more about generalities and talk about the series. Mm-hmm. Um, that episode will come out. At the time you're hearing this, you still have time to head to Portland for PRGE. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the weekend of the 21st um, of October. Yep. Our panel is on that Sunday, the 23rd at 1.30? Yes. 3.30? 1.30. Yep. Yes. Um, come see us live. Yeah. Very fun. We're going to be at the booth all weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to meet you. We have a fun booth participation thing uh, where over the weekend we're going to try to catch every Pokemon that is available in yellow. Mm-hmm. Um, and only people who stop by our booth and actually catch the Pokemon get a special button that yeah. they, only they get. Mm-hmm. It uh, advertises to the world that
1: you have helped be part of one gigantic uh, uh king of Pokemasters.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes, yes. Um yeah, so it is uh uh come do that. Yeah. And we'd love to meet you. We have a meet up that Saturday night. Um we can announce that now. Oh, and yeah, we, we not put up a page up. Yeah. Um that's going to be uh this boy, is this episode really feel like we're biting restaurant stees? and we don't mean to. Um, We had this punch out episode planned for as long as they did. And then we're also doing our meetup at the same place, just on a different day. (laughs) Um, It's just there aren't that many barcades in Portland that have tables and food. So we're doing ours at Quarter World as well. Um, It is not similar to theirs where you don't need a ticket to get in and stuff. It'll likely be smaller because we're a smaller podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be Quarter World. On Saturday at 7, there will be tables set up for the Watch Out for Fireballs meetup, and we're going to hang out there and play video games and eat some food and hang out with you guys. Yeah. Um, It costs $3 to get into Quarter World. um, That's a nominal kind of fee. Yep. And then once you're inside, uh, it's up to you whether you buy some food or play some arcade games. But they're reasonably priced, and they actually have a way where you can use your credit card to pay for arcade games, so it can Mm -hmm. can be pretty painless. Yeah.
1: So looking forward to that. Um it's a lot of work leading up to it,
0: but uh once we get in there, it kind of ends up being just uh just a cool hang. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it'll be it'll be really great. Yeah. So hopefully uh, you know, Bob's not offended that we chose the same place. It just kind of worked out that way. Yep. I actually looked into a couple of different uh different locations. Yeah. And uh this one just ended up making up the most making the most sense. Yep. And go to both because both both meetups are gonna be fun. I'm gonna be at both. I'll, I'll yeah, <laughs> I'll be at both. Yeah. So yeah, fantastic yeah. I, I actually need to print out that ticket. I forgot about that. Oh shit, I need uh, to get will... that ticket. Yeah. yeah, we got to get that ticket. Give me that pill. Um, <laughs> other things you can do if you like the show, you can support us on. Uh, the only reason why we were able to pay to go to Austin yeah, uh, and 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 do this, um, you know, Airbnb and two plane tickets, mm-hmm. you know, it's not. And uh, shipping materials and stuff like that, it's expensive. Yeah. Um, the reason we were able to do that is because of Patreon. If you go to Patreon.com forward slash DuckFeedTV, um, you can support us. Even a uh, dollar a month makes a big difference. And uh, the time you're hearing this. Um, tomorrow we'll be making some announcements about the change to the Patreon. Um, that'll show up in your feed. Go ahead and check out uh, that website or listen to that to hear the changes to the Patreon.
1: Yeah. Um, and, uh, it's all very exciting. Good stuff.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's not, nothing bad is happening. Yeah.
1: Cool. Um, I think that's everything. Um, you know, the usual things you can do. Patreon.com slash duckfeedtv Leave us a rating or review on iTunes. No, yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, tell your friends tweet about it things like that are very appreciated and join us on facebook uh, yeah. for the discussion if you are on our slack or if you join our slack by then we'll be doing like kind of a virtual PRGE channel mm-hmm. where we'll be sharing pictures and stuff like that of the weekend yeah things like that there might be some periscoping of uh some parties things like that so yeah coming out yeah um i think that's it <laughs> so what should they uh, watch out for until next time
1: um watch out for live musicians following you around making your life hell making you do things twice
0: Absolutely. Mombasa. Yeah. Mombasa.